My name is Adam, and alternate universes exist. Along with my friend Joe, we have been given a task to use a magic window to gaze into these alternate universes and cast judgment upon them. To do that, we must become something else. We are the DC Monitors. That's a good read. <laughs> I put a little effort into it. Oh, yeah? So we were off last week. Joe was on vacation. Yep. I saw you actually visited a little uh, DC exhibit. Uh, a little bit. I went to Los Angeles and uh, visited the WB studio, and they have like a big sign out front of Arrow and the Flash, which makes you think like, oh, maybe they ha- they have something here for from the show. Even though I know it's like it's filmed in Vancouver and there's nothing there. Um, and you know, you told the tour guide, "Is like, oh yeah, watch Arrow," and he's like, "Cool, we have some Arrow stuff here." And then literally, it wasn't. There was no Arrow stuff. It was just uh, he showed a couple pieces of Supergirl just, set, just not like not a- their set, but like they're just pieces that. Back uh, last season when Supergirl was filmed in, in Los Angeles, it was filmed there. The old set? Like when they were in a cave? Yeah. It, is, it didn't even show like the set. They just showed us like, here's some props from the show. Like this is the you know the chair that Kara sat in or something. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I saw you had a picture of like the the Robin costume from Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So they had a big Batman versus Superman exhibit and a big um, Suicide Squad exhibit as if those were like great movies. I don't know. <laughs> But it was like an entire floor. Well, they uh, made money anyway. Yeah, there was an entire floor developed uh, or uh, dedicated just for those two movies, and like you could see the costumes, and like they had it's sort of like Arrow, where they have each costume in its own little case. So for Suicide Squad, you got to see each uh, each costume in its case, and then they had a picture of you know whoever's costume it was behind it. So was there anything really cool looking at it up close? Uh, so that Joker costume, or, or, or sorry, Robin costume that Joker destroys. Uh, in Batman v Superman, where it just says like, uh, "Ha ha, jokes on you, Batman." Apparently, he has no pants. <laughs> so it was just was it like a like, little booty shorts. Yeah, they were like shorts with the, like boots. Like there was a big gap into the boots. And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> what's going on here?" That's great. <laughs> he wore the under tunic. Yeah. Uh, so we're off last week. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We are live right now on strangelabel.com. We also have our website set up, uh, the dcmonitors.wordpress.com, where you can go to download all our past episodes. You can download this after it airs. And we're also on iTunes now. Yeah. We somehow figured that out. (laughs) (laughs) So you can subscribe to us there. That'll automatically update you every week. Uh, So we've got two weeks of shows, but luckily... Only Legends was new this week. So two weeks of Legends and then one episode of the other shows. One episode of the other shows, yeah. Um, do you want to just hop right into Legends? Legends was definitely the biggest event this week. So yeah, we should probably cover that. Um, so I mean, you could almost treat it like since we haven't been on the last two weeks, like a two part <laughs> season it pretty finale. Much is. It really is. One big episode. So the first part, the Legion of Doom has gotten the Spear of Destiny and they've rewritten reality to suit their needs. Yeah, uh, they called it Doom World. Um, and Mount Malcolm Merlin and Damien Dark... Captain Cold, McRory, and um, Eobard Thawne have all controlling uh, parts of Doom World. And for whatever reason, Eobard Thawne, <laughs> can't say his name, uh, for whatever reason, he decides that he likes to have the legends alive so they can like unwittingly like be terrible in Doom yeah. World. <laughs> he wanted to keep them as his pets. Uh, yeah, and like even Damien Dark and Malcolm Merlin are like, are you an idiot? Like, why did you you know keep them all around like there's this is just gonna lead to failure it does so first of all the opening scene of the first part 
Felicity as a hero. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you love that? Uh, I thought it was... I mean, I liked it. I just wish she had done something. Like, all she did was run away. And, like, they made it seem like she was, like, a big deal hero. Um, but, like, she didn't do anything. Like, she had no abilities. She didn't... Uh, she was just kept running away. I mean, it's cool that they, like... Uh, I know they jumped over the rail and snapped her leg. Yeah. I, I know they've said on, um, you know, for Arrow, they never want to see Felicity in a costume, which I agree. Like, um, there's no reason to have her and pretend that she's a, a costume superhero. Uh, so it was neat to have them, like, you know, sort of in a what if scenario, have Felicity be a superhero. But I wish she could have done something, like, shown why she was a cool superhero. But I only loved it because she just gets unceremoniously killed. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, for everybody that wants Felicity to die on Arrow, because sometimes she can be a huge pain, and, like, sometimes you just want to get rid of her. Like, that was a good scene, and you, you want to... That was just straight-up total fan service to everyone uh, yeah. that's annoyed by Felicity this season. <laughs> or any season. Sarah Lance just under... With her uh, rewritten mind, just snaps her neck because she's <laughs> working for Damien Dark. Yeah, and when uh, when he does, he like collects her mask, and you just see the masks of like the Flash and, and Arrow. Yeah, and... they've killed all the heroes. Yeah, even Vigilante was in there. Yep. Yeah, and um, you saw uh, Diggle's helmet in there too, Spartan. Yeah, but I like how like that happens at the beginning, but then Sarah gets her mind back. And she doesn't even care that she killed Felicity. She's like, <laughs> no, she she's doesn't not, mention it at all. Yeah, she's not remorseful of it. So they're in control of the world, and I did have... I like that it, even though he's in control of the world, he's decided he's just going to take over Star Labs. <laughs> like yeah. That, that's his base of operations. I had questions about what they rewrote reality into. Yeah, I mean, he didn't make himself, like, president of the United States or, like, king of Earth or anything like that. He's like just what, like a businessman <laughs> who's like just rich and, and apparently he's, he's done all these great deeds. He's like solved yeah. cancer and uh, got clean, recyclable water for everyone. Yeah. He's like doing all these good deeds. And I get that they sort of need to focus it around like existing sets and like the stuff we know. But like, why would he like want to hang around 2017 and not just go back to his original? That's the problem I had. I, I said, first of all, why would 1980s Damien Dark want to be the mayor of Star City in 2017? <laughs> and he said the first thing he did was get his magic back. And I'm like, did he Did he know that he had magic? <laughs> no. I don't think he had the totem at that point. Because... He didn't know he had magic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I forget how, um, like, how old is he supposed to be? Because uh, wasn't he, like, really long-lived because of the magic or something? Um... No, he he was in the League of Assassins and then ended up leaving. To form yeah, Hyrule, so. that I remember. But like, um, like he said, he competed with the original Roz um, to uh, to take over, and he lost, and that's why he ended up leaving. Yeah, so I'm sure he's ancient. Yeah, I just didn't know what like fueled his like being ancient. If it was just you know the uh, the Lazarus Pit, or if it was uh, some other magical conundrum, but probably a combination of both. Yeah, because he's been around for a long time and he looks the same age. Yeah, he looked the same age in the 40s right. when they saw him the first time. Um, yeah, and then Eobard Thawd, why, what, why would he want to run Star Labs in 2017 and not return to his own time? Yeah. Because he's from what, like the 25th century or something? Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was funny that like he he just decided he's going to you know, run Star Labs. I, maybe it's because he, he did run it as... as um, Harrison Wells for that what 15 years or so and you know just got really attached to it but like he seemed to really like Cisco and Caitlin and everything so like why not you know 
but killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, why not have them hang out with him? Like, he rewrote uh, history, and he can't make them, like, likable versions of themselves to, you know, just fawn, o- fawn all over him. And Captain Cold just rewrote history to give them easy heists. They yeah. didn't have any... <laughs> and Mick just calls him out of it. It's like, what's the point? Like, why are we stealing now if we can just be like rich, you know? It's like, why do you need to steal from the bank? You own the bank. <laughs> Where's the challenge? Yeah, like they rewrote history just to make, you know, thieving easier, but like you could just rewrite history where you're rich, you know, you don't have to do anything. Did you notice that scene when uh, <laughs> Thon was on the phone with the president? It was clearly, he was clearly talking to Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't know that he's clearly talking to Donald Trump, but... Uh, well, he said, um, yeah, after our meeting, we'll play golf, and then I'll... We'll have dinner at your hotel. Oh, I didn't I didn't pay attention to that. And then he said, give my best to Mel. I didn't pay attention to that at all. I figured Mel was Melania, but... I like how um, he rewrites reality, but still keeps Donald Trump as president. It is weird. <laughs> like, some of the stuff I did question, like, why they rewrote reality to what they did. He just wanted to not die, which is fine, but... Um, why not make yourself also like king of earth? Like why even have countries? It's just have everybody subservient to you, you know? Exactly. So, uh, heat wave McRory after having a, a too easy heist, he realizes he fucked messed up. So he wants to go back. He meets uh, Nate Haywood. He sees that he realizes that he made a know, mistake. Yeah. Reality's messed up. So he's going to fix it. Put it back the way it was. I mean, it was a little weird how it was like uh, Nate Haywood runs in like, oh, there are time scars or something like that. I forget what he said uh, specifically, but like um, it was weird that like he comes and I get that they need a, a method for them to realize, you know, like something's not right with the world here. Um, but it's just weird to have him run in and be like, there are time scars. I've done extensive research. But I <laughs> I liked that uh, they just said like, oh, yeah, I did it for my mom's basement. And like the, the running <laughs> joke through the whole episode is like, yeah, wow, your mom makes really great sandwiches. Like, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> so he he not knowing that Thon is evil goes to Thon for help because he's the smartest man in the world. Yeah. Thon immediately tells him uh, Mick and, and uh, Leonard to have him killed. So they take him out, I don't know, in the forest or something. I don't know why they couldn't just kill him right there. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense sometimes. <laughs> like, why why take him out of the building? And they own the police, so... I mean, they just killed people out in the street, and they said, oh, didn't realize it was you, Mr. Snart. <laughs> uh, so then Mick knocks out Leonard and runs away with uh, Nate Haywood. He says, you saved my life. Why? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I did like that line. I I actually really think that Mick is one of the like best characters on that show oh absolutely yeah he's i am i am kind of uh annoyed that he's the only villain left on the team i liked him and leonard yeah i like the combination of the two of them and how like they could talk each other into trouble um and now that they've sort of resolved the season where he has come around to being a better person um will he you know still provide the hijinks that they need in the future you know yeah um, but they're, he's, he takes over when they're trying to steal the spear of destiny. He's like, this is a heist. I'm taking charge. <laughs> I do hope next season they get another villain on the team. Well, they're, they always make a, a thing about recruiting new, new people. So I think like, uh, it's definitely possible they'll get like, I don't know, maybe another villain from one of, <laughs> one of the other shows. 
Like maybe you'll see Prometheus on there after they deal with him or something because they can't get rid of Josh Sagara. They're just like, oh, we, we love you too much. Like, can't, why don't you come be a diabolical on this show? <laughs> it's a new member of the yeah. evil legion. So then after he gets Nate, they go to find Ray and Ray in his apartment just conveniently subconsciously invented this device. <laughs> yeah, that just restores all of their memories <laughs> so easily. You just shoot it at their head and they remember everything. Yeah, it just fixes everything in their mind. It's a blah, 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 blah. yeah sciencey words and it just fixes everything so they get their memories back oh did you notice in the apartment <laughs> they showed he dropped the like the, the gun on the pizza box i looked at the pizza and it was just raw slices of tomatoes topping the pizza oh why that's what he likes <laughs> did they rewrite history to make that a pizza <laughs> topping maybe it's like a margarita pizza so then damien dark orders Sarah and Amaya to go kill them and they get zapped and all of a sudden everyone's back. Yeah, everyone's back. They have their big showdown. Um, you know, uh, it's a speedster and several of these super villains that have given Arrow and Flash so much trouble over the years. Um, all banding together to work against the legends and try to destroy the spear. Um, which I think, like, I, I think everyone saw it coming, right? Like, this, it wasn't the last episode uh, you knew like they had to raise the stakes a little bit, so uh, one of the legends did did die. Yes, Amaya. She gets well. A lot of them die. But. Well, I mean, in the Doom World episode, yes. Uh, they freeze. Uh, Captain Cold freeze guns her in the head, and uh, as she's trying to control the spear to undo everything. Yeah, they have a huge battle to try to get the spear back from Eobard. Yeah, and it's not just the legends. The um. Damien Dark and Malcolm Merlin turn on him too because he's he planned to erase them. Yeah, so like, surprise, you can't trust like the bad guys. Like, you should only really trust yourselves if you're a bad guy. <laughs> oh, I like how they mentioned um, that Eobard destroyed the uh, the book that had the incantation they had to say. Yeah. and But the others didn't remember what it was, but Mick just remembered it. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, do you know what language it was? Aramaic. Yeah. <laughs> I love The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Passion of the Christ was a great movie. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, people really underestimate Vic because they just think he's like a bonehead. But, like, he, he was trained by the Time Masters. Like, they reprogrammed his mind several times, you know? Like, uh, he's not, like, as much of an idiot as as people like to think he is. So. Yeah. Well, he is, but he just he just comes up with these savant-type moments. Yeah. Um, did you also notice... Ray was working as the janitor at Star Labs. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they go get him in Star City. And I'm like, so he commutes from Star, Star City, City to Star Labs? Yeah. yeah. To be a janitor? Sometimes they don't really think about that stuff. Because isn't it like 600 miles or something like that to Star Star City? Yeah. yeah. Have, have they showed like exactly where the cities are? No, I don't think so. But I remember seeing a sign once that said something like Star City 600 miles, which seems odd. Like, is it the next city over, which is why they have the sign? <laughs> like, why why would they have that sign up in Central City? I, I'm i not sure if I was right, but I I thought Star City was on, like, the West Coast. For some reason, I was just sort of assumed that Star City was, like, closer to Detroit, mostly because the city seems like it's Detroit. And then I didn't know if Central City was, like, more middle of the country, like Chicago I felt, or East yeah, Coast. Yeah, I kind of felt like it was, like, Chicago or somewhere in Illinois or Indiana. I just kind of felt like... Yeah, it was a Midwestern city, even though it's clearly on another coast because there's a body of water, but it could be like a Great Lake. I definitely didn't think they were close enough for you to commute to be a janitor. But. Yeah. I mean, they make a big deal about how there's a, a train that goes between the two, but I, I felt like it was a long journey. Unless he rewrote reality to 
Make put them close. closer together. <laughs> I really love this city, so it should be closer to this one. So, Ibarthon destroys the Spear of Destiny, which effectively locks in the reality he created. No one can use it to... Right, no one can undo all the changes. And like we were, you were saying before, Maya was about to change it, and then Captain Cold killed her. Yep. Smashed her to... Froze her and smashed her to bits. And, uh... I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really upset about it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, I mean, they need to get rid of her at some point." It was pretty cool. Like they made a big deal about how like Sarah can't change um, the timeline to save her sister, but Amaya can't really exist for that long outside the timeline. Like she has her own destiny. Like her granddaughter is also Vixen and has saved a bunch of people. Like she can't throw that off course because our, you know, the other heroes like Arrow has already dealt with her granddaughter. I mean, she could rewrite all that to happen, but... Yeah, but, like, Sarah has made a big deal about how, like, I can't save my sister. Like, why is she giving, like, Amaya a pass, you know? Like, and I get that Amaya also can't die. She just needs to go back to her time. Um, but even at the end of this season, it seems like she's decided against that. <laughs> so... So that brings us to part two, where they decide they have to do the one thing they can't do. They say they have to go back to 1916 in World War One. Yeah, so this was like time travel rule number one is that you can't interact with your past selves. I didn't remember that. Did they talk about that earlier? It was in season one. It was like one of the first things they, they uh, one of the early episodes when they were like, why can't we just go back to when we did this? And then he's like, you can't do that. It'll, it'll cause time quakes and time stuff. Because I, I think we've talked about that a few times. I'm like, if they mess up, why can't they just go back and try again? Yeah, I mean, the Flash has no problem doing it. <laughs> Um, and I was, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm glad they finally said something about that. Cause I totally didn't remember that they, I mean, the flash had done it so many times, like how many flashes are there at the moment his mom dies? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's like seven of them at this point. And then it ends up in the final battle that reverse flash goes through time and gathers like t- three dozen of himself. To... Yeah. Which is clearly overkill. Like, I don't know how any of them are still alive. Like all he does <laughs> instead of like. Because uh, he super speeds early in the episode and, like, rips out Ray's heart. Oh, brutal fatality on yeah. the Atom. In, like, half of a second. So it's straight, hol- straight out of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so it's hilarious. He just that, reaches in his chest and pulls out his heart. It's hilarious at the end of the episode when there's, like, 30, uh, 30 reverse flashes just zooming around. All they're doing is punching people in the face. <laughs> they're not ripping out all of their hearts. Yeah, the, like, it's like he slows down just for the plot. Yeah. Like, it gives her time to use the thing. It's like, you could have done all that before anything happened. I know. Like, <laughs> it's funny because uh, it's hard. And I get it. It's hard to ride around a speedster. This guy moves so fast that you can't see him. So how can you, you need to slow him down a bit just so that our heroes can do something with it. But still, like, I don't know. There have been a couple times where, like, Arrow has figured out, like, because in the early Flash episodes, like, he would help, um, he would help the Flash against Reverse Flash and uh he you know he's figured out ways of like setting little traps around the area to slow him down um but like it didn't seem like many of the legends figured any of that out like they just kind of stood there and would occasionally punch back (laughs) if they could i remember they did have like anti-speed weapons on the ship yeah didn't seem to use them though no (laughs) and then uh in one of the episodes thawne says he invented most of them yeah (laughs) to use on the flash i did um i don't know i thought about it for a second when um thawne crushes the vial of the blood of christ i'm like <laughs> it's in his hand i'm like so don technically is touching the blood of christ it's like isn't that make him holy or something <laughs> so their whole plan is to 
interfere with their past selves who had the spear of destiny. Yeah, they're trying to get the spear that, again without that, being seen by their yeah because they know it's a big deal if their past selves see them. Um, so they're trying to steal the spear of destiny from their past selves who had the the, the spear and then lost it to the Legion of Doom. Um, and of course, things don't go correctly and they encounter their past <laughs> selves very easily. If I, I did like how they they knew the team was split and they sent the people who had just gone out yeah. to go interact with their old selves. And they're like, you just left. They're like, oh, well, we're done already. <laughs> yeah. And Sarah's just like, okay, that makes sense. I did think it was funny when they get on uh, the ship and uh, Nate sees Amaya alive. Um, and then that's what like ends up slowing them all down. Like, so they end up meeting their past selves. And I was just thinking to myself, like, did he stay to have sex with Amaya again? I thought that too. I was like, <laughs> Nate and Amaya's relationship screws up everything. Yeah, again. I know. Like Nate just couldn't control himself. He's like, oh, let's have sex right now. I just saw you die. <laughs> they would have just escaped with, uh, the spear and been out of there. <laughs> but no, they encounter themselves and there's a big time quake. There's a big time quake and, um, you know, Rip makes a, a joke about how, uh, you know, it's only the start of uh, what's going to happen. So, <laughs> I mean, he made it seem like as soon as they did it, like everything would be destroyed. I know. Well, it, it really should have when you think about it. I mean, it was the same paradox that happened in like Back to the Future. Like all of the universe could have like been destroyed by Jennifer seeing herself. But then she just painted it, you know, passed <laughs> out and she was like, ah, I'm old, I'm young. <laughs> But then they, they just all work together as a huge team. Yeah. And they're like, Gideon, get us out of here. And my mind was thinking, like, what about the other uh the other time ship that's still sitting there? And doesn't it, it doesn't make sense for all of you to time jump together? Like So they were saying once they destroy the spear, <clears throat> the reality that was rewritten would cease to exist. So the ones that came back Yeah, would get erased. W- would just be erased from the timeline. And I liked how conveniently Everyone that got killed was from that uh, team. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing too. It was just like, because uh, they they have to cross a field to get to uh, the other time ship, and you know there's a couple members left of the future legends, and the entire original legends team is still there. But conveniently, the only people that die are the future legends that are going to be erased anyway. Yeah, I, I think... mean it was cool if you there were some characters that you really wanted to see die. Like sometimes you know Jax is just really annoying. He's like, but cool, you got an arrow through this chest. Yeah, Ray got the coolest death, the, the heart rip out. But yeah, yeah, Jax just gets shot unceremoniously in the chest, which with an I thought arrow. was funny too because Malcolm Merlin just takes him down. Like Malcolm Merlin, whose only ability is that he's basically Sarah Lance except a guy, um, like shoots Firestorm oh. down with an arrow. I had a huge problem with that. So. <laughs> Firestorm has he can just touch anything and transform transform, and transform it. It's like a huge ability. But he just gets shot with an arrow and he's in the shoulder and falls down to the ground. And he's taken out. Yeah. They don't go back together. Like as soon as he gets shot, they separate and they can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was funny the way that Malcolm just like laughs. Like, yeah, I took down Firestorm. See how easy it was? <laughs> like the kid couldn't even like I don't know, throw a fireball at the arrow? Like, you just let the arrow hit him? It just seems silly. Or let it hit him and then grab it and turn it into, like, a candy bar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... So, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, Oh, yeah, everyone's everyone's dying. Everyone's getting... Who else died? Um, Uh, Rip dies, but I think he dies from one of the other speedsters. Oh, yeah, I think... the One of the dozens of uh, reverse flashes just, like, knocks him down. Yeah. Um... The Nate one... dies. Nate dies from Damien Dark, I think. 
Oh yeah, he gets like wrestled. He gets stabbed, stabbed right with, in the back. Yeah, and um, and Sam, then Amaya's like losing her mind because Nate's dying, yeah. and then he's right behind her. He's like, "Oh, I'm right here." Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, we can bow now in the field, and distract everybody. <laughs> don't worry, he was gonna get erased anyway. <laughs> um, Sarah does have her fight with Davian Dark and can kill him, which is hilarious. That like you know. Um, Arrow had so much trouble with him. Like Green Arrow had so much trouble with Davian Dark when really all it was was like a, a sword match with him and she wins and then decides not to kill him. So does that make her better than, than Green Arrow? I think it does. She's like the ultimate good guy now. Yeah. I do like how Sarah Lance was like a character created just for the Arrow show. She's not in the comics or anything and she's become like one of the biggest characters in this series yeah i mean i really liked her as the black canary when she was a black canary on arrow i thought she was like a really good match for oliver um and it was i was just really disappointed when they killed her off in season three like in the first episode um and i was glad that they brought her back and it's nice that she leads her own show like i feel like she's a, a really strong character on her own um i kind of wish she was back on arrow sometimes but yeah i did kind of hope like at the end we get to see the legends like go back to their own shows and appear in the other shows because i'd really like to see more of captain cold and heatwave on the flash yeah i feel like captain cold always had great episodes on the flash and sometimes it's disappointing that he's not like a villain they can really use anymore um and i'm not really sure how they're going to use him anymore going forward because they've just returned him back to his his old timeline in 2014 which leads to his death yeah, so um, it's really too bad because I, I really do like Captain Cold and the dynamic he has on The Flash where he's kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy, and he respects his limits with The Flash, and The Flash will let him steal as long as he doesn't yeah. murder anybody. And they have a great dynamic. Yeah. I was thinking about next season on The Flash, how like we were talking, they, like you don't want him to have another speedster villain. Yeah, thank God they're not doing that anymore. But I, I was thinking like it would be great if they got like the rogues together, like in the rogues, the comics are led by Captain Cold. Right. And I thought just his rogues, the group, the rogues would be a great like season long villain. Um, isn't that basically what they're doing now with like the, the Legion of Doom, just different villains? Uh, well, the rogues are exclusive to the flash. Like yeah. it'd be the weather wizard and the, well, they kind of set up that thread. Um, when Captain Cold does free the weather wizard in like season two, he does say like, I'll, call on you later on you know for a favor yeah but you wonder how they're gonna get to it i mean someone else would have to leave lead the rogues because oh yeah i mean now that he's dead he can't go back and do that and even if he wasn't dead they'd have to like somehow resolve the fact that he was a good guy on on legends yeah i mean he could always turn bad again yeah <laughs> but like doesn't that undo all the the you know his heroic death at the end of the first season <laughs> a lot of stuff's been undone yeah <laughs> so Sarah Lance gets the Spear of Destiny. She's tempted to wish Laurel back to life, which I thought she was going to do because I saw news that for season six of Arrow, uh, Katie Cassidy's becoming a full-time star again. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping that it, it meant they were bringing her back as Laurel Lance, but it seems like they're probably just going to make her Black Siren uh, for season six and try. I don't even. I don't know if they're going to use her as a villain or do some sort of redemption arc where she becomes, you know, the uh, reformed Laurel Lance from Earth 2 or what, but... Or even a whole new Earth version. Yeah. Um, so all she doesn't wish Laurel back. She keeps everything the way it was. Which all she wishes... seems really odd to me. Like, uh, 
she has the ability to control time and and reality itself and uh she basically just says okay no more doom world like um yeah she just set things back the way they were but why not make it so that like her sister doesn't die like she can still get stabbed by damien dark but like she doesn't die you know like i did um i like um i did think it was a good opportunity for them to like really reset everything they've done but no it would be kind of cheap but i know but like i felt like i thought it was a bad decision to kill her off on arrow anyway like a lot of the stuff they were building in their first couple seasons all led to oliver uh ending up with laurel and i've always felt like even though he has this thing with felicity that in the end uh to make it a full circle because a lot of the early like first season stuff especially him on the island was him trying to get back to laurel and I always felt that they would sort of circle around to that uh, eventually. And it just seemed like a mistake to kill her off in season four. Yeah. Michelle in our chat room points out that uh, Wentworth Miller was busy doing prison break. Uh, yeah. I mean, but so so was McRory. Like, um, yeah. And he was a full time star. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure they could have worked it out. It's not like, you know, he could be like Rip. Rip was missing for like six episodes or seven episodes this season. Yeah. That uh, new season of Prison Break premiered this week, didn't it? Did you watch it at all? I didn't watch it. I mean, I used to watch Prison Break the first couple seasons, then I kind of got crazy and I stopped. I haven't watched it, but I want to check it out just for them. Just for the two of them? Yeah. I I love... Um, the first season is really good. Um, and then I started watching the second season. It was like a completely different show and I couldn't do it anymore. I love both of those actors a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really great. And I love the dynamic the two of them have together. So it's it's a little sad sometimes that Wentworth Miller isn't on the show anymore. So all Sarah wishes for is that the Spear of Destiny no longer has its, has its power. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like, the Spear gets destroyed. Uh, not destroyed, but technically destroyed because it doesn't have any power. So, like, he can't use it in the future to, to create Doom World, and that's that. Which, they could have just gone back in time again and gotten an older version of the Spear. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as they do that, the reality that had been rewritten in the future is gone. And the Black Flash comes and <laughs> takes out Eobard Thawne. I think, did he die the same way he died in season one of Flash? He just disintegrated? He disintegrated. Um, I don't know what really happens when the Black Flash catches you. He seemed to rip out Eobard Thawne's heart for some reason. Um, and then Eobard Thawne just, Eobard Thawne just <laughs> disintegrates for no reason. I guess in the comics, Black Flash is just like a grim reaper for speedsters. But I guess yeah. he removed... Like he cleans up the time aberrations and he just removed him. So did he just kill off the reverse flash altogether? So like the flash can't really use him as a villain anymore? Or how does that work? I mean, that's what I thought happened in season one of the flash. <laughs> yeah. So. But I mean, there was always a time where like if the flash went to the future to Ebard Thorn, Ebard Thon's time, like, I don't know why I can't say his name tonight. Um, he would still see him like, cause there's a point yeah. where he's growing up to the, until the point where he goes back in time to kill the Flash's mother, uh, I where mean, he exists. So he still has effect on the timeline. So at some point in time he exists. And, yeah. And exactly. He does go back and kill Barry's mom to lead to the events on the Flash. So he does exist at some point. He just can't really exist with the memories of creating the Flash. I did notice one tiny thing, the Black Flash, his emblem in the past episodes, it had a like a white center and the red yeah. lightning bolt, but in this the black the center was black. Oh, I didn't I didn't really notice. I didn't I don't know if it was just like a costume mess up or 
Well, I, I think it's a full CGI character, so I don't know if something changed. Yeah, or if if they didn't notice it, or if it just uh, if it actually meant anything, but I don't know. The Black Flash is Hunter Zolomon, right? Like his uh, yeah, that's Zoom. what he turned into after he got ravaged by the time race. Yeah, from season two, right? I just it seems weird. Like they should have another Black Flash. <laughs> like, why is he like the only Black Flash? Is he really the only speedster that's ever died to a time wraith or whatever? Well, we haven't had that many speedsters, I guess. It seems like there are so Shouldn't many speedsters. Wally West, be, Wally West be the Black Flash? <laughs> it seems like we have so many speedsters at this point. Like, the Flash is just like filled with them. <laughs> it seems like the only ability people get there is speed. Jesse Quick. <laughs> yeah. There's still more speedsters they haven't introduced yet from the comics. Yeah, and when they had like the rival of the season, you know, like there there's more. Like, there's like Johnny Quick. There's uh, yeah. Mac, Max Mercury is another one. Doesn't uh, like. Iris and Wally, uh, aren't there like younger versions of them that are like Wally's kids or something? Like Wally West 2 and like Iris West 2 or... Oh, yeah. So in the comics, they had the Wally West 2 was um, the the African-American Wally West. And yeah. the original Wally West was the white kid with red hair. So... I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how... I, I'm just saying there's tons of speedsters. Like also Supergirl. <laughs> So everything's back to normal, except they get back on the time uh, the wave rider and they want to go back to 2017, but they come out and they come out and there's a time storm because of all them interacting with each other, yep. interacting with themselves. The time quake turned into a time storm and we're left with the cliffhanger. They crash land in Los Angeles and the city's all weird and there's dinosaurs everywhere, which doesn't make any <laughs> sense because... I don't know. There weren't any dinosaurs in 1917 or whenever the, the, they had just come from. <coughs> uh, so, like, it's weird that all of a sudden there's dinosaurs there. I get, you know, something has gone wrong. And I think it makes it harder for them to sort of fix this next season in time for the um, uh, crossover episode. Because they can't really cross over when, <laughs> you know, Arrow and Flash and Supergirl are all running at normal speed here. Where, it, where things haven't changed with dinosaurs yeah. and cities. I want to transfer this into our discussion on last week's episode of Arrow. Because, all right, so the end of this episode, there's dinosaurs everywhere. This really messes with the other shows. Oh, just before, yeah, before you get into that, I just want to say, like, they, they end up, Rip ends up leaving the show, which I sort of expected because you can't really have two captains. Oh, he, yeah. does, he does take the uh, the jump ship, though. He just goes off on his own. We don't know where he Yeah, went. and even though I expected Amaya to leave and head back to her own time, which she sort of makes an attempt to... Um, no, she stays with them. She stays with them for some reason that I didn't really understand. To continue uh, having sex with Nate. Yeah. That's basically it. And Nate's like, well, I'll go with you. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, the two of them <laughs> could just leave, and then we'll have room for new legends next year. But really, the only person that left this year was, was Captain Hunter. And I really thought Martin Stein was going to end up leaving, but he's still with them. Yeah. Unless something, you know, changes between now and next season. Or he changes his mind. Maybe he'll do fewer episodes or they'll find more ways to keep him and Jax apart so that you don't have Firestorm. <laughs> that annoyed me so much that you get taken out with just an arrow. Yeah. Anyway, so... so this is really going to mess with other shows. I'm, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if it's just L.A. We haven't been to L.A. in the other shows, but there's dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah, so they so have to address that. They on, have to address that on Arrow and Flash, right? You would they think. They have to. But talking about Arrow, last week's episode of Arrow is completely out of place. With what? Because they're all dead. 
They went back to like. Oh, do, do oh you're saying like yes? Okay, I see what you're saying. So Arrow aired after last week's episode of Legends, where Doom World was in effect. Yes, where Doom World was in effect, and they just even though Felicity. they fixed Doom World, uh, you know, like they're dinosaurs in Los Angeles, like you said. So like clearly everything's a mess, and the Legends are the only one that notice. But this Arrow episode takes place in between the two episodes of Legends. I think all of these episodes take place like their season finales actually match up. So for the Legends, it's really May 2017, and in Arrow, it's still March 2017. It could be, but I mean, it, it's hard because Legends so have fewer episodes. When that ended, did it? I thought it just said LA 2017. It didn't give a month. It didn't give a month. I I think just to match up the timelines, it's supposed to be May because all the other series end in May. I was, that would be my guess anyway. I was wondering because Legends used to air on Thursday. I didn't know if maybe they had planned that it would air after Arrow. I was wondering why they Tuesday. gave Legends fewer episodes than than Arrow. I think it probably because it's more expensive to make and more actors. Um, I mean, it's possible. I mean, they make it work on Arrow and Supergirl and stuff by just giving their main characters shorter contracts. Maybe that's not so easy to do here, but... A lot more CGI, maybe? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Flash uses a ton of CGI. It was funny. Um, I noticed in some of the earlier episodes um, when they're panning over Star City, uh, I, at least part of the city is Boston because I saw the Prudential building in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, I've seen like pieces of Philadelphia in there too. I recognize yeah. those Philadelphia buildings. But so we're just going to discount that they're in this episode of Arrow is in Doom World reality and they should all be dead. But we'll pretend it's not. Yeah. So you want to talk about Arrow now? I do. What did you think of this episode? So it's, we've come back from Oliver being tortured by Prometheus and Oliver's big revelation is that he loves killing which he'd never considered before. <laughs> and he clearly doesn't. He's not, he doesn't yeah. want anyone to die. He's, and there's been so many episodes where he's like very reticent into killing people. And he hates the part of himself that like does it so easily. And Diggle's like asking him, you know, cause he's so out of sorts with uh, chase Prometheus in his head. And he's like, what's wrong with you, man? And he's, uh, he's just like, I love killing. I've all I've done this whole, I've only <laughs> had this team the whole time just to satisfy my lust for killing. I, yeah, so I liked that Diggle um, sort of, like, he tries the whole episode to get into Oliver's head and try to figure out what's happening. Like, Diggle's such a good friend to Oliver, and he reminds him, like, I'm not going to leave your side. Like, I I know what we've been doing this la- these last five years. I know that you're a serial killer. I know that you're trying to do good things, and you're not the person that Prometheus says you are, and he needs to sort of remind Oliver of that. I also like that it didn't take... 10 episodes for Oliver to come to that conclusion because yeah. they have a, a history of doing that. So if they're going to have an, a mopey Oliver episode, at least it's over before the end of the episode. And Diggle even mentions that like he was so completely distraught after he killed his brother and killing his brother was totally righteous and justified because yeah. he was a murderer. Right. And he was going to actively continue murdering yep. unless he stopped him. But he just wanted to rot in prison for killing his brother. And Oliver like forced him to come out, clean his name, and go back to being on the team. And Diggle mentioned that. Yeah. And Oliver's just like... Because Diggle, at the start of the season, uh, was in prison for a crime he didn't commit, but like wanted to stay in prison uh, because he felt it was justified that he was a murderer for murdering his brother, and that in some way he had to pay for it. And Oliver reminded him, like, pay for it as Spartan. You know, do good things. 
And I like how Diggle reminded him he could, he was still that good person, even for the mistakes he's made. But why didn't he, why didn't he let Anatoly and the Bratva just kill Chase? Like, it just created a bigger mess for everyone. <laughs> like, he could have let him hire the Russian mobsters to kill Prometheus, and it would have been done. Then he could have said, the... oh, let it go. You're, like, you had to do that. You're still a good man, and he's still going to come back. Do you think that the mobsters would have been able to get it done? Like, their plan was really just to stop his limo and then <laughs> shoot, like, shoot the limo full of bullets, like... So do you think like Chase has a, a plan for that? He seems like he's like 10 steps ahead of everyone on the show so far. I don't think he predicted the Russian mob coming to pull a hit on him. Well, I mean, he burned off Oliver's tattoo for a reason, I feel like, right? Or did he just... He knew it was a Bratva tattoo, so like, I don't know. I did like the dichotomy of how in the flashback, Oliver's a killer and Anatoly's trying to keep him, you know... On right. to do good, only do good things, and now Oliver's doing good things, and Anatoly's fallen. He's a drug dealer, um, and Oliver even says to him at some point in the episode, "Like you're not the person who was my friend five years ago. Uh, you fall into the darkness. You you would kill people for drugs and for money, and uh, you're not the person that I thought you were from five years ago." And and Anatoly's just like, "This is why I needed you because I was afraid that this would happen." But if if Prometheus managed to escape and the hit didn't work, that would have given Oliver an excuse to not let him take the drugs. Because if they didn't interfere, he could have said, well, you didn't come through with your end of the deal, so you don't get my end of the deal. But instead, he's his team interferes, and he's like, well, my team convinced me. I don't want you to do it. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're still fulfilling our deal. And it just creates a huge mess for everyone because now the Bratva and Oliver hate each other they still could have been friends he was gonna let the bratva set up shop in in star city and sell drugs there right <coughs> which I, I think was weird right no i think they just wanted they were gonna steal the drugs and bring it back to russia yeah oh i thought they were gonna set up their own like ring in star city and get money from americans or something it could have led to that it probably would have led to that but my sense was they were gonna kill chase and then he would send them off with the huge supply of drugs to sell in Russia. I mean, I like that. Um, I love the dynamic actually really between dig and, and Oliver. And I think they have a, a good friendship and they managed to get over a lot of big hurdles over the years. Um, and I think the only person who really could bring dig back or, or, or Oliver back was dig. Um, I'm sort of glad it wasn't Felicity because I think they have a weird relationship and, um, I'm glad that she's sort of off doing her own thing, even though it's bizarrely misguided. I did like that little <laughs> scene where they thought um, the team was over, and and um, Mr. Terrific says, so if Diggle's becoming the new Oliver, and I'm becoming the new Felicity, who's going to be the new Diggle? <laughs> yeah. And then Renee and um, Dinah are like, I'm going to be the new Diggle. <laughs> Um, I, I dislike the part at the start of the episode just to bang on Felicity a little bit more. Um, when they realize they can't get into the arrow cave because Oliver has changed the combination and I'm like, oh, Felicity can't hack that in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, um, that's... But she's like... We're supposed to believe that he even knows how to reprogram it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then Felicity's like, feel free to use my apartment. And my mom, I'm like, you know what I mean? Thea's apartment? <laughs> like, have they not, you're never going to address this, are you? Like, why is Felicity still there? Slash... Barry and Iris's apartment. <laughs> yeah. Slash, I think it might also be um, 
Barry's lab at CCPD. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's funny because I know they can't have Willa Holla on, uh, Willa Holland on to uh, to be Thea for a while because they gave her a short episode contract. But it's just funny. Like, Oliver's in distress and she's like, Thea, Thea says to call me, like, <laughs> call her when we figure out what to do with Oliver. But she's not going to come over here. I also, uh, I saw it online that um, the place on the flash where Savitar is killing Iris, stabbing her in the back, is the same set or place where Maura Queen was killed by Deathstroke. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm sure most of the exterior shots, like the back alleys of Star City, are the same back alleys of Central City. Yeah, just <laughs> shot like, from different angles. Yeah, exactly. Different set dressing. They put some more light on in Central City because it's a lighter city. I did... Um, at one point, when they they don't have access to their gear, and they get like some gear from um, Argus, yeah, Diggle's like, "We don't have access to our special ammo." I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, did did they ever mention they had special ammo before? I knew Dig did. I didn't think Renee did. I, I like Dig shoots them with Trank darts because I've seen it before, but because uh, they just kind of pass out and they wake up. Like, you know, if they need them, they kidnap them to the Arrow Cave and they wake up there. But uh, I did. I thought Renee was using real ammunition. Was he not? I always thought they were. They were just aiming for non-lethal hits, but... Like, when Spartan first came out, uh, which was in the start of Season 4, I think, when he first had his helmet, like, I and he was just shooting guys with his gun, um, I was like, are you just using real bullets? But then I think they made a point to show that they were Trank bullets the whole time. Um, but I didn't know that about Rene. Like, he just seems to have two handguns, and I thought he was using real bullets. And for some reason, they never really questioned why. I'm glad they reiterate that stuff, because sometimes... You forget and think they're just like, why are they just shooting bullets? I thought they're supposed to be heroes. Yeah, like sometimes you're like, why is Felicity living in Thea's apartment? And, <laughs> and then they never explain why. <laughs> and why does Felicity call it my apartment when? Well, I think there Thea was a, a throwaway line where she's like, I can't stay here anymore. Too many bad memories. Yeah, with. Thea says that that oh, feel free to stay in my apartment, Oliver. Like I, I can't live here because I got stabbed here, which is fine. It makes it Oliver's apartment. And then when Oliver and Felicity break up. Why is Felicity there? It's Oliver's apartment. Oliver has no authority to give it away to Felicity. <laughs> and they never mentioned it. So, I don't know. It well, just annoys she's me. out of town because she's so distraught. Yeah. <laughs> it just annoys me that they just, they let Felicity live there. Like, why? She, like, all of her boyfriends are billionaires and she, she always gets, like, these extravagant gifts from them, like, when they break up. Like, she has raised company still, you know? Like, she still owns that. Wasn't she ousted? She's ousted at the CEO, but they can't take oh. away her controlling stock. Like she owns the company. <laughs> I think I think they forget that that's what happens. Like <laughs> the board voted her out as CEO, but they can't change the fact that she still owns fifty-one percent of the company. So, what do we got left now? The hit was bungled on Adrian Trace. They find evidence. Solid evidence that they can present that he's yeah. Prometheus so Felicity's uh, hacker group, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, Helix. Helix. Yeah, uh, they find a satellite photo of Prometheus taking his mask off, and it turns out he has some sort of technology that pixelates his face, so that they need a way to decrypt this. And they spend most of the episode breaking into uh, some other technology companies to steal the code. Cord Industries. Cord Industries. Uh, to steal the code, to uh, unscramble the picture, and they finally do it, and they have legitimate proof that Prometheus is, um, sorry, Adrian Chase. Adrian Chase, thank you. <laughs> and they 
send the marshals to arrest him, but he just yeah. kills him and he's on the loose. <laughs> Which I think is funny. So I, I, I get that the marshals can't take him right away because he's a villain, but like it's just funny. All he hears is the phone vibrating. <laughs> and he assumes like, oh, they know the secret now. Not like, not just like, oh, your shift's over. We're relieving yeah, you in two minutes. Yeah, just that? He just killed them all. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, we're left with an even bigger mess. Prometheus is coming back. He's pissed. And the he's police... pissed. He's driving away. And uh, what are they playing? Like, it's a beautiful morning or something. He's just smiling <laughs> with his blood all over <laughs> his face. a little weird. Yeah. I didn't get that. Especially because he's, just... he's driving at night. Yeah, he's turning into, uh, you know... A... And now... like, like, I don't get, like, what's going through his mind. Like, what was his original endgame? Like, I'm going to make Oliver pay, but in the process, I'm going to become a monster. Uh and you know don't care about who i kill so like i don't i don't was he always evil or did his revenge somehow twist him into thinking like no life matters anymore uh prometheus yeah i think he's just now that the police are after him he's just gonna do whatever he he's just yeah i just mean like was what was his original goal like what when he was deciding to become prometheus was it just to get back at oliver um but in the process he somehow lost his mind and is himself his own, a, a new monster that he didn't realize he was creating, or did he was he a monster all along, and it just took him a while to get his revenge on Oliver? I think he did it to get his revenge on Oliver, and in the process became even more evil and twisted. It's just somehow like corrupted his whole mind entirely. I think so because now he doesn't care who he kills, and yeah. he became a serial killer just to confuse Oliver to begin with. Like he was a throwing star killer for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like taunt Oliver. So, I mean, he's, if he's really trying to prove that Oliver is a terrible person, then he is doing that by also saying that he's a terrible person. Am I thinking yeah. too much about this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I mean, I don't sometimes know, I, hold, I haven't thought about that. Sometimes I hold Arrow up to a little bit of a higher standard because I felt like it started off so strong in season one and season two. Um, and it maybe hasn't always maintained that level. Um, but I, I still feel like it could. Yeah, same thing with the Flash. Like it had a really strong first season. And I feel like these past two seasons have really dipped in quality. I think it's adding like too many heroes with better senses of humor to the mix. That's kind of yeah. Like... Uh, I mean, part of the problem is I really wish some of the episodes focused more on the core team, like on Oliver and Dig and Felicity and um, and Thea. Like I liked like the, or even Roy when Roy was around, I really liked keeping it to a small group. And now it just feels like everybody on the show has an ability. Everybody's a crime fighter, uh, and it's even got to the point where like some characters have smaller episode contracts, like Thea, just to fit in the fact that they they need to squeeze in all these characters. Like, was there really a need? Like they might be in the comic book, like Mister Terrific, but I I still don't see how he fits into his own piece on the show. Like he's basically Felicity. He even said so himself in this episode. Or even have like some shorter team ups. Like, yeah, they cycled out Ragman, and I think maybe have like one, one or possibly two others that are always there. But even cycle them out and have someone else come in and be always there. They have to go off and do something else, right? But always have like Arrow be the star, and yeah, like Mister Terrific might go and spend the week with his husband that he got back together with or something. Yeah, like he, like maybe he was the one that should have had shorter episodes, just like maybe he could fix what was wrong with his marriage. It doesn't seem like he, he's given up at this point. Like, you know, his husband was like, Oh, uh, it's either be a crime fighter or me. And Curtis was like, I guess it's a crime fighter. And then like when his husband shows up a couple months later, he's just like, he thought like, Oh, Paul's finally ready to, you know, accept that I'm a crime fighter now. It's like, no, I'm getting divorced because you're a jerk who doesn't love me as much as crime fighting. 
Prometheus um, did say to him when he was stole the tech from him, he's like, how's that husband of yours? <laughs> yeah, now Oliver and the team are at odds with the Bratva. Talia's still out there. I mean, they got a big mess in front of them. What do you think about the flashbacks? It's clear they're wrapping up. Uh, Oliver even says in this flashback, yeah. like, you've got two days and then I'm going back to the island. They're going to send him back to Lian Yu, which was the premiere, so... I don't know where they'll go from the flashbacks in next season, but they're about to be done with flashbacks. Yeah, the only thing Oliver really needs at this point is that really gnarly beard he had in the first episode of Arrow. <laughs> He's got the long hair. Yeah. You know long what hair, I, he finally grew back. He shaved it in season four. You know what Um, I do? I hope at some point they do the uh, Green Arrow costume where he wears the hat with the feather in it. Oh, really? <laughs> it does seem odd sometimes to the hood because he loses some peripheral vision and, like, it's harder to hear because there are things covering his ears. Um, so yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. he just decides to have the hat with the air uh, with the feather in it. But at some point, even if it's just like for a couple episodes, he has to do that with the twirly mustache and the goatee. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to the Flash. So this week, he we have a new villain called Abracadabra, who's from the sixty fourth century. And yeah, which seems really odd. He uses tech that they think looks that he uses to pretend they're magic tricks to kill people. Yeah. Um, I thought it was odd that uh, maybe his comic book character is really from the 64th century. Um, but like that's what, like the year 6000 something. <laughs> um, wouldn't it, it would be like, I don't know, going back to prehistoric man, wouldn't it? It's that's 4000 years from now. Yeah, that's uh I'm not sure his whole backstory. He might have been like someone from modern time who like went to the future to steal tech and then came back. But yeah, it just seemed weird that he like knew English and uh, was basically like trying to steal the whole episode. I'm like, why would he steal any of this technology if he's from the 64th century? And then they they say like, oh, it's just because he's trying to create a a time travel machine to get back to the 24th century. Yet another time traveling machine. Yeah. But he's like he has this tech. They like shoot him, and it just goes right through him. But yet, Barry like captures him with some handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, were like, they special handcuffs? <coughs> it's uh, it's basically the the same. I don't know. The Flash sometimes doesn't make any sense, and and he sort of comes to the conclusion this episode from uh the fact that this guy wants to go to the future and knows. So apparently, the Flash is so popular in the 64th century that this guy knows all of. It. His villains, of which there are yeah. four, three of which we've already <laughs> met. Um, Knows the whole story, and he's like... Yeah. Uh, but they, they all did better than me. He's like, but now it's my chance to do something. Yeah. And so Barry spends most of the episode trying to convince the guy to tell him who Savitar is. And even when they do have him captured, like Gypsy wants to kill him, um, you know, without that knowledge getting out. And he sort of has to bargain with Joe and, and um, Barry... Uh, you know, I'll tell you who Savitar is if you just let me go. And Barry decides he's not gonna he's not gonna do it. Yeah. But so Joe decides otherwise. And basically, the whole conflict of yeah. the episode is them wanting wanting him to find out who Savitar is from Abracadabra, and Gypsy wanting to just take him back for to be executed. Right. Uh, we learn a little bit more about Gypsy this episode, which um, I guess is interesting enough. She used to have a partner, and Abracadabra killed him. And she just wants him dead. Um, but doesn't stop Cisco from sort of trying to lay the moves on her anyway. There were a couple Easter eggs, I guess. Um, so he's robbing tech companies for the 
things he needs to build the time machine. He rubs Cord Industries again, which we saw in Arrow. Yeah. So Cord Industries is run by Ted Cord, who is a hero called the Blue Beetle. So you think they're gonna somehow work that into somebody's show? I mean, the industry has been showing up a lot. I'm, I, he's Blue Beetle in the comics is like best friends with a character called Booster Gold, who's a time traveler, and Booster Gold knows Rip Hunter. So, oh, so it all kind of connects. I mean, th- that's just speculation, but he he's an actual car- a hero called Blue Beetle. He's kind of like um, he's kind of like a Batman. He uses technology, but he's more got like a better demeanor he's like jokes around and stuff oh he's another, like a happy batman another batman type character that we, we need uh you know or another offset oliver he's all tech yeah or uh, you know basically another ray polymer pretty much yeah and they also rob stag industries at the beginning which is run by simon stag who is he's like another lex luther type he's a, he's a villain who uses his corporation to try to get more money and power so i don't know if maybe he could show up as a future villain the security guy's like you know stag is getting bought out and he's like by who it's like well it doesn't matter <laughs> i don't know if maybe he's that'll come bought back out at by some point. luther corp <laughs> by lana luther from yeah. earth 38 yeah <laughs> so uh, they capture abracadabra and they're trying to get him to they're trying to get him to tell um Tell him who who Savitar is. Yeah, so he can and save Iris. Joe uh, falls for it. He says his only priority is saving Iris, and he doesn't care if he has to let him go. And just as he's about to find out who uh, Savitar is, who shows up to ruin the party? Gypsy. And he turns around, and uh, Abracadabra just escapes. Yeah, and sure enough, he gets the last piece uh, that he needs, which was basically something from the Time Vault, um, from uh, Harrison Wells' Time Vault. And has a little ship that he's trying to open a portal uh, to. And they uh, they band together all the heroes that we have left on the show and, and try to stop him. I was wondering, like, why didn't they just zip over to Supergirl's Earth, ask Martian Manhunter to come back and just read Abracadabra's mind, <laughs> just get just pull the info out of his head because that's what he does. Martian Manhunter can read minds. Yep. He did it in Supergirl this last week. But nope, nobody thought of that. No, they just needed to... Uh, they just begged him to they tell just them. Begged him, yeah. And <laughs> Barry decides that he's not going to put Iris's safety over the fact that this guy is a murderer and a monster and will kill any number of people. So when they finally do catch him uh, at the end, um, you know, Gypsy takes him away. And, um, you know, Cisco at least says, like, when she asks him, where does this leave us? He at least says, I don't know. So he's at least not forgiving the fact that she has sent his iris to death basically i did kind of like the decision they're like if we let him go he probably won't even tell us and he'll just kill more people so yeah like we'll just well he did say that they wouldn't believe him and then they wouldn't you know they wouldn't believe it and (laughs) in my mind i'm thinking like oh because it's wally (laughs) (laughs) no but it's it's future barry somehow created a prison for his future self well they they even say (laughs) He's the, Savitar says he's the first speedster. And if we go by the show, Barry was the first speedster on the Flash TV show. No, he wasn't. Abathon was. Reverse Flash. Did we see him speeding around? Yeah, when he killed Barry's mom in the first episode. Before it goes to the future. The Flash was there too. Yeah, but like it could be... So Eobard Thon? It could be Eobard Thon. He can't be Savitar. 
Yeah, because he's already reverse Flash, and Barry's already the Flash. So, I mean, of the only thing that we take out of this episode is it gives Barry the uh, the idea of screwing with time again. So <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to go to the future where we already know who Savitar is and then just take that information back in time so we can stop <laughs> him. Because clearly, time travel has solved all of your problems, Barry. Um, he did. He says, like, the one thing every villain that we've faced has had is knowledge of the future. <laughs> so... Clearly, I must go to the future and get this knowledge. Despite all back. the warnings about uh, yeah. saying, don't find out things about your future. Or don't mess with the timeline. Uh, he's <laughs> he's making another move to selfishly be a god and change and fuck with the timeline. Again. Even in the musical crossover, when she says, well, if you screw up, you can go back and try again. He's like, like, actually, oh. I'm not supposed to do that anymore. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, well fuck it, I'm going to do it this time. Well, I guess in his mind, he's like, I'm not supposed to go back in time. No one said anything about going forward in time. <laughs> yes, they have. They said, you're you're not supposed to know what oh, happened the only future. person who said that was Jay Garrick, and Jay Garrick is now in Barry's prison, so... <laughs> because Barry put him there. Uh, so really, I mean, Barry's just making self-decisions all over again. Um, I mean, if he just thought about it, he'd know it's Wally, and then he, if he just kills Wally now, then there'd be no <laughs> Savitar. <laughs> I really thought they were going to reveal the identity in this episode. Like, even I felt it was... so too. It's uh, like you said, it's late in the season. It's episode 18, 19, something like that. And we still have no idea who Savitar is. And it seems like they're going to at least draw it out another episode. There's only, what, four episodes four left? Four episodes in the season? less in the season. And uh, we still don't know who the villain is. We've got two weeks before there's any new episodes. But it's clearly got to be somebody we know because it doesn't make any sense for it to be somebody we don't know. Like if they just said it's like. Billy Bob Thornton is, <laughs> you know, Savitar. You're like, oh, that's weird. We've never encountered him before on the show. Like, we have no, there's no effect to this reveal. It's, uh, it's Bob. <laughs> yeah. What? Bob Bobson is, is Savitar? We've got three episodes to figure out how to stop him. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I feel like when they've teased so often that it's, you're not going to believe who it is. And, um, you know, I gave myself my powers. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's just Wally. So the end of the episode, we they they mention oh the one headline that hasn't happened yet is Killer Frost still on the loose. Yeah, and so this episode she finally uh, she finally becomes Killer Frost by necessity. Like they do it to save her life. She gets like a shelf knocked over on her and it stabs her. Yeah, <laughs> and even though like they saved her because she convinces Julian to perform surgery on herself, uh, oddly enough, while she's awake, <laughs> he's able to do it and saves her. But then she crashes for no reason, and they have to remove her amulet, so she becomes Killer Frost. I did. I mean, I thought it was cool that she directed him through her own surgery, but, yeah. I mean, she could have emoted some more pain. I, I can't imagine how painful that would be. He's digging around her insides, and they didn't even, like, sedate her. Oh, not sedate her, but they didn't, like, numb the area or anything like that. So. Right. Um, I did wonder, like, he rips the necklace off so she would heal. Why didn't he just put it back on her as soon as, like, uh, yeah, before like, she woke they up? They could subdue her and then, you know, put it back on once it healed. <laughs> like, let's just, let's just look at her. But and it's see like what when happens. Wally got, you know, shoved into the speed force by Savitar. Like, Barry's literally standing there just saying, no. <laughs> you know, why did you speed the two feet over there and pull him out? Why are you watching it? <laughs> so, yeah, let's just, we'll see, we'll see what happens and maybe she'll wake up and turn evil. She did turn evil a lot faster. I think this time. it is hilarious that just becoming Killer Frost somehow turns her evil, but because it doesn't seem to work for other villains, but yeah. I don't know, or other people with uh, metahuman powers. Like Cisco didn't turn evil with his metahuman power. 
Yeah, even the Earth 2 Killer Frost turned because, like, something happened to her. Yeah, like, she did it for, you know, very emotional, personal reasons, not just because she got the ability. Yeah. Now, now you're saying basically... is evil for no reason. Yeah, now you're just saying basically any metahuman can be evil. Like, Barry could be evil because he's a metahuman. And she did turn evil. Like, before, they'd, like, try to talk her down and they'd convince her, like slow down and then they put the thing on her but she just went straight evil this time yeah we've been we've been talking a while do you you want to uh talk about supergirl uh just very briefly because i know we're way over time here but um supergirl Uh, start of the episode we showed monel's just now a totally neutered house husband yeah (laughs) um i like that he was just he was trying to be subservient to her. <laughs> I'm going to make her like breakfast and be all cutesy and use all these like fun, um, you know, uh, I can't even think of the word. Make her breakfast. And fun references, it. you yeah. know, like to TV shows and movies yeah. and whatever. And you're like, oh, we're just this cute little couple. And in my mind thinking like she dumped you for like very dumb reasons. Um, it's not like she knows, like she's, pretending that she's a normal person and not leading a complicated love affair with a uh, you know a, a prince from another planet <laughs> you know like oh you lied to me i'm going to dump you i don't think i can get past this and then she gets past it in the span of an episode and everything's hunky dory again and then he feels like well i'm sorry i lied to you i'm going to uh you know just make sure that you have the happiest most perfect life because i'm an idiot and i'm like oh maybe she could like you know chillax a bit and so not the, be so crazy. This one, Monel's parents are still in orbit, and they they put a bounty on Kara to try to kill her. So he'll have no reason to stay, and he'll come back to yeah, which is a completely idiotic plan. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just upset. Like, Kara died. This is the only thing keeping me here. I guess I'll go back with you guys. And the the subplot of this episode is, for some reason, Alex is trying to get Maggie back together with her ex girlfriend. I don't think that was the case. I think it's just like. They they encountered her on the street, and she's just like, oh, uh, you That's, know, why don't we have dinner, and, you know, just as, like, old friends or something. And Was she angling for a threesome? I, I, listen, I don't, can't, <laughs> I don't understand what goes on in Alex's mind anymore with this relationship, but. I'm like, why, why is she forcing her so hard to get back together with her ex? I'm like, That's just, yeah. why would she even want an ex around? Well, everything in bad Supergirl. Bad relationship. And it's not just Supergirl, because Flash is, is also uh, really bad at this, but, like, anything that revolves around love, I feel like they they get so wrong like um on flash like wally and jesse are immediately star-crossed lovers and want to move in together um within the span of like 10 minutes <laughs> they've never gone on a date with each other but she's willing to move to his earth to make it work you know like um uh, but the same thing with like Kara, uh not Kara, sorry uh, alex and uh, maggie i just feel like their relationship moves at light speed and like they're the perfect couple already you know like yeah, and sometimes it's just annoying to watch the two of them together. And I felt, and I sometimes wonder if it's just because they're a gay couple. Like, do they feel compelled to show them as like some sort of super couple that can get through anything, or uh, what the deal is? Because um, sometimes it doesn't feel like a real relationship. We find out Maggie lied about, said she cheated on the ex girlfriend. Yeah, and something that she, uh, I, I think Alex was astute in saying that, like she just lies to the people close to her because she's afraid that they'll push her away like her parents did i did like the um because in all these shows that's a huge theme is the characters lying to their best friends but she's yeah. like i don't care this makes me love you more and <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it didn't turn into a thing yeah at least uh, i was happy in that sense because like 
Kara can sometimes be really annoying when when it happens to her. Like she breaks up with her boyfriend immediately over it, but like Alex is just like, I'm not gonna break up with you. I just I want us to be more honest to, to each other. Uh, little Easter egg. This episode was directed by Kevin Smith. They come out of. Oh really? They leave a yoga studio at the beginning, and the yoga studio. They show the sign. It says Yoga Hosers. Oh really? Which is Kevin Smith's latest movie. I thought it was just because like Alex was like, yeah, yoga sucks. <laughs> Which is, from what I've heard, I haven't seen it, but it's an awful movie. It's just oh. a vehicle for his daughter. Um, I don't know why he's so obsessed with Supergirl. He used to be obsessed with The Flash, too. He would just direct a ton of Flash episodes. Um, Probably because he's just getting opportunities to direct Supergirl. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. They don't offer him Legends or Arrow. Like, he just does those episodes. He just He's done a few Supergirl and a few Flash, so it seems like all he's really interested in. We got a question in the chat. Did Supergirl and the guy she was with on Flash stay together? Yes. For those who watch just Flash. Yeah. Supergirl and Monel are still together. Yeah. Uh, bizarrely enough. And that was the focus of this episode. Monel decides to protect Kara. He will, uh, you know, go back with his parents and, um, you know, they will leave Kara alone. And Kara uh, defies an order from the president of the United States uh, who doesn't want to cause an interstellar war with the Daxamites to save Monel and interfere with the Daxamites instead. And uh I think it's funny because like uh John kept saying like um you know we ha we can't let our emotions rule us, but that's exactly what they end up doing is they let Supergirl do whatever she wants, let her emotions rule her, save Monel and create an incident with the Daxamites. It was out of character like suddenly Kara in this episode is eager for violence. Yeah. Like she won't go. It's like, wow, I can barely go 24 hours without attacking these bounty hunters. I, I do think it was funny that she's basically invincible. Like they got rid of all the kryptonite on the planet. Like there. And as far as she knows, it's all gone. Um, there's no way that any of them can kill her. <laughs> Literally no way. Uh, and she did. She is a little bit cocky in that sense. Like I'm the girl of steel. Like what are they going to do? And everyone's like, you should hide and like <laughs> not you know be available. But well, like, they just they just wanted her to to lay low so they don't cause collateral damage and start an incident. Yeah, but I still think it's funny. Like what are they really going to do to her? They can't kill her. They they did say uh, Terry Hatcher's character said, oh, we got kryptonite because our whole planet was littered with it. Yeah. So like that that's when she finds out. Like okay, now we, their kryptonite is an issue again, which. It's sorely needed because she needs some weaknesses on her show, except for her emotional <laughs> fragility, you know? Uh, Terry Hatcher looks great, by the way. She does. And I thought it was funny that she made, like, kryptonite size, like Raphael's, like, size, and she stabs Kara with him. She played in, she played in the old uh, Lois Lane, uh, what was the show called? Clark Kent and uh, Lois Lane, The New Adventures uh, of Superman. Uh, yeah. She Lois played, and Clark, the... Uh, that was it. Yeah. She played Lois Lane. That was like what twenty years ago? It was yeah, years in like ago? the early nineties. Yeah, she still looks fantastic. She looks great. Yeah, Linda Carter, she's a little rougher, but she still looks good too. Yeah, well, I mean, considering she was Lois Lane in like the early eighties, <laughs> she was Wonder Woman uh, or Wonder Woman. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Oh, the Insane Lady, right? She went insane. The uh, Lois from the eighties, Margot Kidder, was that? Oh it? yeah, yeah, yeah. From um, the movies, yeah. Uh. So yeah, the father, the king of Daxum, is convinced to let Monel stay and be with his love. He doesn't want him to come back. But uh, yeah, but somehow uh, Queen uh, Lois Lane <laughs> decided that that was a bad idea, and said that they weren't in sync with each other, and then just murders him, <laughs> like in the middle of the ship on the bridge, just stabs him in the stomach, and says like, "You don't support me anymore, and I'm going to kill you." 
Oh, by the way, that bounty hunter mind controlled Monel to attack yeah. Supergirl. It's like, why didn't he just mind control Kara directly? Make yeah. Her, <laughs> make her fly into space and choke to death. I don't know. It, that didn't make any sense to me. Like, when they finally capture him and he's like, come at me, bro. I'm like, you're an alien who knows our colloquialisms. I did think Monel was like, he should have been more conflicted because that's a. Like a huge responsibility. You're the prince of a planet. You should yeah, go back and home he doesn't and help care. your people rebuild. And then, like it seems sort of... Someone at your door? Someone's at my door. <laughs> yeah. Um, Monel is like the... He's the prince of a planet. He should want to go back and rebuild. But um, somebody's at Jay's door. He just says, I want to just stay here and fall in love with Supergirl. And that's like the ultimate selfish decision. So... That's what ends up happening, and his mother is outraged. She wants to... She's like, I'm not done with this world yet, so she's going to start war with Earth. She did exactly what uh, the president of the United States didn't want. She started a conflict with the alien invaders, and now we're going to have an alien war, apparently. Yeah, all because of Kara's selfishness. Like, once again, like, whatever Kara wants, Kara gets. And I did just say while you're at the door that it was Monel's selfishness too. Like he yeah. should have gone back to his planet. Like it should have been. A, he's the selfish decision was staying for love. I thought. Yeah, and it was a little cliche that he's just like, let's not be rulers anymore. Let's give it, uh, make it a democracy for the people. But whatever. And then we have I don't know. They use that cliche again where the president reveals her true identity immediately after talking uh, yeah. to someone. <laughs> like oh, the camera's off now. I can finally return to my true form. They yeah they did that with. Uh, Miss Martian. Yeah. They do that so many times. It's kind of a cliche now. Yeah. Like, let's tell the audience who I am. All right. This is a long episode. We should wrap up. Yeah. Um, I don't actually think we'll have another episode in for another couple weeks because no new episodes are coming out. Yeah. Uh, two weeks before there's any new episodes of Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, all that stuff. No more Legends. That's the finale. Yeah. I think they might show up again, though. Uh, I hope so, actually. I Legends, I feel like, had a really great season, um, it turns out. At least this, this last run of episodes, I, I really enjoyed. I thought it was a, a good finale, too. I thought maybe we could do, like, a, a sh- very short episode next week, talk about just, like, um, Iron Fist and maybe uh, Legion. Those are all wrapped up. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe a short episode next week. Tune in. Uh, the DC Monitors at WordPress.com. You can download this. Live next week, 7.30 on strangelabel.com.